I'm going to read something. I'm going to talk to us. And all I know to do is give you how God gave this to me. And um, I'm going to read out of the John's writing, the fifth chapter, verses five, six, and seven. God, I'm asking you this morning in what's left of this service. God, if I can just speak into someone's heart with what you gave me, I'm going to walk out of here and say it's been good. God, I ask you to help. Lord, I pray. Verse 5. I like when these passages are written this way. And a certain man. I've often thought I wish that I knew more about these people. There's places all throughout the Word. It's a certain man. Who was he? Where did he come from? What happens after these few verses that we read him? What happens to him after that? We we know nothing. All we have is what he's given us. And a certain man was there which had an infirmity 30 and 8 years. When Jesus saw him lie and knew that he had been now a long time in that case, he saith unto him, Wilt thou be made whole? The impotent man answered and said, Sir, I have no man when the water is troubled to put me into the pool, but while I am coming, another steppeth down before me. I want to talk to us this morning, and I'm going to, I hope that we all get something when this, my question, my subject is a question, do you need a friend? Do you need a friend? I'm not asking you what you're going through. I'm not asking you what you've been faced with or what's happened in your life. Or I'm not asking what you may be involved in right now. I'm asking you, do you need a friend? Let me begin this with acknowledging a few statements. The fact that Jesus is real. That he is a healer and he is a deliverer. We understand that he can and he will touch any situation that we're faced with. We know these things. This is not a question to you and I. To know what he can do is the beginning of it all. The question is this to me in this service today is how do we get those who have needs to Him? The healing, the deliverance, the hurting, it's not ours to do. We can't sing the right song to sing it down. 
We can't preach the right message to bring it up. All we know is that if we can get to Him, it belongs to Him. And He is the only answer that we have. I feel that, and I've felt this for several days now, that we need to look at something through this Word that I am afraid, I won't say we, but I will say I have missed along the way. Well, we look at the workings of Jesus, and that's what feeds us. We look at what He's done. I realized the other day that I have placed everything that has been accomplished solely on Him. Well, I thought He's the healer. I thought He's God in flesh. No. We target the person who has been healed in many of these miracles of Jesus, but so often, had it not been for someone else, there wouldn't have been a miracle. If someone else was not involved, there would not have been a healing. We read it, we're gonna, I'm, I'm going to jump around today and just get to my points in Acts 3, again, we are told about a certain man lame from birth. I understand that in five verses from our introduction, we see this certain man standing up with strength in his legs and in his ankles, and he's leaping and he's walking, and look at what God has done. But have we ever considered in our introduction to the man have we ever looked at in these situations? How did this man get there? Brother Shana, I so casually read, and a certain man was lame whom they carried daily. But we go on, there's a miracle coming. But I want to tell you something. We got to understand this man did not get to that gate that day by himself. They carried him daily. I had to think, how often did they carry him? I don't know. How many days, how many years did they carry him? I don't know. Yes, Peter and John did say, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. But if it had not been for the men who carried this man, there would have never been a healing at the gate that day. I'm going to ask you again, do you need a friend? What I want us to see is this man, along with so many, this man's healing was as much the result of these men carrying him as it was Peter and John. We're given this day in the Scripture I opened up reading, a day that should move every one of us in John chapter 5. As Jesus just passes by a man, I'm going to say this because it's so true. He never accidentally passes by someone. If he's in this place today, 
He's in this place because he sees someone. He sees a need. And I want to tell you that that God that we love so dearly, that God is able to do what we need. When Jesus talks to the man, the first words out of his mouth, he questions the man. He looks at him. He knew how long he'd been there. He knew all of these things. And his first question was, Would you like to get well? Do you want to be healed? Do you understand He is not a God that just makes me feel good? He is not a God that just comforts a sore for the moment. He's a God who will deliver me. He's a God who will heal me. He's a God that will bring peace into my life. Before we go any further into anything that I may have to say If you receive anything from him, it will be because you want what he's offering to give you. Do you want to be healed? He didn't see any man healed. That's not the point. Do you want to be healed? But nothing's happening anywhere else. That's beside the point. Do you want something from God today? Do you have a need today in your life? I'm telling you, my God can I I couldn't help but think the way that this approached him. He does not ask him, do you think I could heal you? Do you believe you can be healed? It was very straightforward. Do you want to be healed? This man makes one statement that has captivated me over the years and it really really reached into me the last few days probably one of the saddest statements if you really look at it you're going to read in the entire word the man's response to Jesus was sir I don't have anyone to put me into the pool I don't have anyone to help me. What he is saying is this, I don't have any friend. I don't have a friend. Jesus offered to be this man's friend for this particular need that he needed. The cry of this man has got to reach into my life and into your life. I don't have anyone to help me. I want to tell you something this morning. On this Sunday morning, God forbid if any of us in this church allows anybody to walk out that has a need and we fail to become the friend that they may need. It may not be something I understand, but I want to be there to help them you know there's something I was reading this yesterday again for the untold number of time John describes those who were there in verse 3 of this chapter it shows the pool of Bethesda verse 3 in these in the porches lay a great multitude of impotent folk this this paralyzed, of blind, halt, withered. They were all waiting for the same thing. But you know what this tells me? Every one of this multitude 
had someone that took them there. Every one of these people that could not walk and could not move had a friend that took them there. Someone who brought them. Someone who was staying with them apparently. Waiting to help them get into the pool. They were waiting for the trouble of the water and they said I'm not going to leave you. Are you willing to be a friend that's going to stay by somebody? Are you willing to fight through things because you realize but there wasn't anyone with this man oh God help me if in this church this morning I don't know except what I have felt from God for days now but if you're in this building and I feel someone is I want you to know If you need a friend, God's going to connect you with a friend today. If you need, if you need, all we're we're waiting on, a paralyzed man is healed. We read these things. It's all throughout the Word of God. We see it over and over and over again, and we understand what God is doing. There's a paralyzed man in a place they carry him to where Jesus was. 